my situation this morning. They got a win to move on, and you'll hear live here on 980 CJMB when they take on Check Yes. 730 star, which means uh, my time with you is going to be a half. Well, it'll be over at 730. Stop your applause, please. Please stop applauding that. Uh, our Regina Pats got a couple of goals uh, twice in the last couple of minutes with the net empty to force overtime yesterday. It was quite the thriller at the Brand Center, but uh, still they lost to the Moose Jaw Warriors 5-4 in overtime. Pats dropping their sixth straight game, but during this last stretch, they've had, uh, well, they, they have lost four of those six in extra time, so they still have snagged six points. Uh, but it's not getting any easier. The Pats taking out the Blades, who are leading the league Friday night of the Brent. And, uh, boy, big trade that I'll uh, discuss with Britton Gray just after the 7 o'clock news between the Blades and the Pats is, man, it, it is clear the Blades mean business. They want to go all the way to the Memorial Cup and uh, take it all as they are uh, they're fierce right now. And their fans are coming out for them, too. Over 7,000 fans the last few games. In Saskatoon. I, I think we had, what, about 3,000 in Regina? Remember when it was packed this time last year with Connor Bedard? Well, I, he was, and he was actually the World Juniors. But inevitably, when he returned, it was packed every night. But uh, Pats continue to struggle in the stands with a lack of fans and uh, on the ice, too. But, uh, hey, hey, the Blades are proving it, right? You win, fans show up. We got a week to go in the NFL, and the playoff races are as wild and confusing as ever. Entering uh, the last week, the AFC has three playoff berths still up for grabs. An AFC East title showdown between the Bills and Dolphins for first highlights most of the uh, the action, I think. But in the NFC, there's there's like six teams fighting for the final two spots, so it's going to be another great weekend. Thank goodness for the NFL and hockey over the. Holiday weekend, or I, I I would have been bored out of my mind. But the refs, I'm a Cowboys fan, right? The refs sure helped the Cowboys Saturday night. That was, I've never seen anything like it. I, I was just fine, by the way, with what the refs did. But they jobbed the Lions. Come on. The Cowboys snapped a two-game losing streak with a 2019 win over the Lions. They saw Detroit come up empty on three attempts to convert a two-point play in the final minute of the contest. And they were like trailing 2013. The Lions marched 75 yards. And after a period to take the lead on a two-point conversion, it got crazy. End zone. There it is. Unbelievable. The two-point try is good. And it's Taylor Decker. And the Lions are up by one. This crowd is absolutely stunned. Now a flag comes in at the end. And they've thrown another. The question is, did Skipper... An offensive lineman report. What else could it be? Touching by number 68. So the call is an illegal touch. I think number 70 and number 68 came in. And I'm not sure 68 reported as an eligible. The 68 is Taylor Decker. Skipper came in, he reported. And 68 is there at left tackle. And he's the one who ends up making the catch. Right, but he's on the end of the line and he's been playing that ineligible position. So if he's going to be on the end of the line and be eligible, he needed to report as well. I went from screaming at the television that the Cowboys were going to blow this to joy when the lines were flagged for illegal touching. It was ruled that Decker failed to report as an eligible receiver before the play, and the points were wiped off the scoreboard. But there is so much evidence from tape viewed after this game that makes it look like 
Decker was telling the ref. But in the end, the Cowboys would win and, and, and clinched. It, it was the craziest ending of the NFL all, all season long. I, I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. But Cowboy fans are rejoicing after that. And, uh, man, it, it, it was nuts. Uh, from the uh, NHL, my Oilers also winning, what, five games in a row now and uh, only three points out of a playoff spot. So I'm uh, feeling pretty good about the oil here right now. And I do want to say, man, that was cool yesterday uh, watching the Pro Women's Hockey League. And it was Toronto against New York. Puck history right off the bat, of course, made. New York wins in Shelton with her stick on that, and she gets it! Ella Shelton scores! History is hers! The first goal of the Professional Women's Hockey League, Ella Shelton. Ella Shelton for New York uh, grabs the very first goal in the league's history, of course, though she is a proud Canadian from Ontario, by the way. Uh, New York would win 4 nothing, but it was really a physical game, and uh, it's, it's just super cool to think that your daughter, who uh, might be playing right now, has now a league to aspire to like that, the professional women's hockey league. Very cool to see. Yes, I suspect the morning commute might uh, get uh, back to normal this week now that uh, it is a short work week. I recognize that. And yes, students are still out of school for another week. Some choosing to work from home, balancing child care, thinking, okay, I might as well stay at home, look after the kids and do a little work too, or else just vacationing, whatever you're doing here this morning, I'm sure might even include uh, listening here at a 980 CJME this morning at 730 Team Canada in the must-win. It's the quarterfinal taking on Czechia. And uh, last year's hero, Connor Bedard, now with the Hawks, of course, I said over the weekend that uh, he's been busy keeping an eye on it, too. I know me and, me and Kev are talking about it every, every day, so uh, a lot of you guys are pretty into it. And uh, we were watching this game pretty close, so um, it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, the tournament is such a storied tournament, and I think no matter how you got it how long are you playing it it's uh, pretty fun to watch Connor Bedard talking about watching along with uh, fellow Canadian Kevin Korczynski there joining me now CJME rider reporter uh, sports reporter wearing his Dallas Cowboys uh, pajamas probably still Britton Gray joining me now good morning good morning Greg uh, we'll get to that Cowboys <laughs> heart stopping moment or two in a few moments here but uh yeah, up and at him early this morning to watch Team Canada. This is a rematch, right, of last year's gold medal game, isn't it? Exactly. Uh, and Canada, I, they haven't really played up to, I think, the uh, what they expected to be at. They haven't really had that game where you really look at them as being dominant. They, they beat Latvia big, sure. But against some of the top teams, haven't really lived up to the expectations. And so I think that, that this game's important that they do that. Czechia's been a very good team. Like you said, they were in the gold medal game last year. And even though the uh, the faces changed, different players, you know that Czechia, that program, is looking for a little bit of revenge against Canada after beating them last year. This kid, uh, what is his name, Celebrini here with uh, Team Canada. He's like, uh, you know, the Bedard of last year, isn't he? He, he is. I, I mean, obviously not, not to the same level as Connor Bedard, but he's kind of been the guy who's really taken on the offensive load for Team Canada. He's been the guy who's been the person in these games 
who they've had to turn to to find some offensive output. And that's tough as a 17-year-old. Uh, like Connor Bedard, yeah, sure, it was fell on his shoulders as well, but he's a generational talent. Macklin Celebrini, very good, and his stock is definitely rising in terms of uh, the draft. But it, it, it's tough when he's kind of needed to be the guy to uh, really set the tone offensively for this team when uh, against some of these top uh, teams that you see them going against and just not not quite there yet. Uh, obviously, the other games have uh, Slovakia and Finland, uh, later the U.S., Latvia. I think we'll know who won that, and uh, Sweden takes on Switzerland. Is there a particular matchup you're looking uh, for the big final here? Uh, not a particular matchup. I, I think with the way things have gone, it, it definitely feels like it's going to be Sweden against the U.S. at, at some point, probably in the final. And, and so that's the matchup I think we're looking at. But, hey, I, I'm not counting out Team Canada. Like I said, they haven't lived up to maybe the expectations uh, that everyone expects them to. We, obviously, gold medal is the expectation. We haven't seen kind of a, a team really fully put it all together this tournament. But those are the they appear to be the top two teams, and it seems like they are kind of on a collision course for that final. Pats uh, came close, forced overtime yesterday, lost 5-4. Let's move on to the WHL. They uh, lost to the Moose Jaw Warriors. But, of course, big blockbuster trade between the Pats and Blades, who seem to be uh, building for the Memorial Cup. They're fierce right now, aren't they? The Blades are hot here Friday night. What do you think of the trade? I mean, I mean, it makes a lot of sense if you're the, uh, the the Saskatoon Blades, right? You go and get Alexander Suzlev, who's a very good player, has averaged more than a point per game with the Pats last year. And for the Pats, I mean, you get some draft picks, you get some draft capital, you get some younger players, so it makes a lot of sense. But this just goes to show where the Saskatoon Blades are at right now, right? They go out and trade for Fraser Minton, Alexander Suzlev, a Washington Capitals prospect. This is a team that clearly views this is the year they want to make a push. They're going all in, really, on uh, winning their first ever WHL league title, then going to the Memorial Cup and going from there. So uh, very exciting. Hey, Saskatoon, enjoy the Blades hockey because they are putting together quite a talented team out there. Fans sure seem to be enjoying it. Uh, more than 7,000 the last couple games in Saskatoon. Okay, really quick, how happy were you that the refs dropped the Lions? We're both Cowboys fans. That was one of the weirdest finales I've ever seen in the NFL. You? Very weird. Uh, I I mean, I see what uh, Dan Campbell is saying with the fact that he uh, talked to the refs before, but it's it's so tough when you try and do that kind of gamesmanship sometimes, some some of that uh, smoke and mirrors, and it, it just didn't pay off. I guess that a lot of line fans are disappointed, but <laughs> hey, sometimes that happens. You know, some, sometimes the refs don't, uh, make a call that doesn't go your way. Uh, had it gone against us, we'd be a little angrier. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right, Britton, Britton Gray, appreciate your time. Kevin Martell from the 980 CJME Newsroom joining me now. Thank you, Greg, and happy 2024 to you, too. I wish you well. I can't wait to hear all about it. But uh, I start with the weather because it's, uh, well, it's the prairies. It's top of mind all the time. As I was driving to work this morning, I was was trying to recall the last time we shoveled snow. (laughs) I, I can't remember specifically 
how many weeks it's been. A month ago, maybe? Uh, it's been less than an hour of snow shoveling this winter so far for me. Yeah. And uh, I think that's about to change, likely this month, maybe as early as the end of the week. But it, it, it's, you know, snow companies, snow removal companies, they've suffered. And we know the lack of moisture, what that might mean come growing season if we don't get some good snow and or maybe some good April showers. But it is really bizarre to think that we haven't really shoveled a lot. Well, that was my question in terms of companies, because, yeah, a lot of times they're obviously a landscaping company in the summer and then they move to snow removal in the winter. What do they do right now? What do they do? Well, uh, you can see grass everywhere. Maybe weed control. I don't know. It's been bizarre. But uh, you know, I can't say I'm disappointed. I'm not looking forward to shoveling snow again. But inevitably, it looks like. And they're not saying flurries by the end of the week. They're saying snow. Yeah, on so, Friday, roughly. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's, it's only Tuesday. A short work week for most. No school. Really short show for us. Today. Yeah, what uh, what a nice little treat off the air uh, at 7.30. Yeah, bring on Team Canada and a must-win. World Juniors, Czechia, it's uh, quarterfinal action now, so it's do or die for Team Canada. If they want to repeat, it, actually, if they want to go back-to-back-to-back to back to back with gold medals, well, they have to be Czechia this morning, by the way. This was the final from last year. These two teams met. It was a good game. Not going to be easy this morning. Okay, that is to be heard right here at 7.30 on 980 CJME. I must ask you how your New Year's Eve was. It was good. I managed to stay up. That was, uh, that was you know, check Did you watch the, check New the York, box. the ball, or what did you do? Yeah, uh, we turned it on maybe a couple minutes before, and we thought, oh, yeah, I guess we should have some sort of official countdown, yeah. and we counted her down. But, uh, no, it was pretty good. I had a good meal. What about you? you well, it was very quiet, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, um, yeah, it, it was going to be a, l- a little fancier, the steak barbecue, but uh, a sickness was moving through. Ah. Uh, so it didn't really uh, pan out. But, uh, thankfully, I have a great neighbor. Uh, who also, uh, you know, took Sora on me and said, hey, come, jo- come join me. I know everyone's sick in your family. Uh, but, yeah, it was great. Hey, um, the one thing that I, I, with New Year's here, is is that we're, we're paying less yeah. because of the province. Yet I'm a little confused, and I said this to you earlier this morning. Mm-hmm. Mo says the average family is going to save about 400 bucks because they're not going to pay the carbon tax anymore, right? Yeah, carbon tax when it comes to your, yeah, SASC Energy, SAS Power on your home heating bill. They're removing the carbon tax, and it was a play by the Mo government because of what happened in Atlantic Canada, what the Trudeau government did for Atlantic Canadians who have to heat their home a little bit, do, uh, a little bit differently than we do here. It's not natural gas, it's home heating oil. So they took the carbon tax off of it in Atlantic Canada. Of course, the SAS party didn't like that, and they said, we're going to do this. It's probably against the law, is what they said, but they'd be moving ahead with it anyway. Here we are in the new year, and yeah, uh, I guess when you get your next bill, you should see that carbon tax charge off of it. So it's going to be 20 or $30 cheaper for you all of a sudden. And will we still get our quarterly check? You yeah. know, from Ottawa. And that's the part where, yeah, will we get it? I guess that's the case. So we'll be, I guess, making money now. I'm not exactly sure how that works. We'll have to find <laughs> exactly. that out here it's in the so coming confusing. weeks. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, boy, did you just see, I just saw this uh, footage this morning of uh, this uh, in Japan. First yeah. this earthquake and now this airline, an Airbus. 400 people walk away and uh, the plane lands and it hits another smaller plane. 
It's just a fireball. Shocking to see that footage and, you know, and realize that, like, we didn't have, you know, it wasn't a lot worse in terms of people, you know, dying or getting hurt or anything like that. But you see this plane on fire just lit up. Uh, Looks like one of the worst plane fires you've ever seen. It's just totally engulfed. So quite the... Quite the sight. Yeah, no, it's 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 awful to witness, but just a, a miracle to think that if no one lost their lives, as they say, that's that's pretty darn incredible. Okay, so I'm going to take a break, Kevin, and we're going to take a break right after 7:30 news when you're done, and watch a little hockey together too. Sounds great. 7:30 30 news, and then over to hockey. Uh, it's a shortened show uh, here this morning. CJME news time now is 6:57. Adios 2023, hello 2024, the Evan Bray Show, uh, delay because of our coverage with Team Canada and check you at 7.30 here, but Evan's joining me now and New Year's Eve, you're out hobnobbing. <laughs> Is that what it's called, <laughs> hobnobbing? <laughs> uh, where'd you go? How fun was it? Yeah, it was really, we went to the Willow. They did a, uh, a five or six course meal and it was kind of this cross Canada meal. They started on the East Coast had a nice seafood appetizer and then basically worked their way through Canada. The chef does an incredible job there. And so, uh, it was outstanding. It was, uh, it's not a very big restaurant, but it yeah. was packed and the food was outstanding. And did you party well into the uh, next morn? Uh, no, <laughs> I'm an old guy, Greg. <laughs> did you stay up for midnight? Oh yeah. Stayed up for midnight. You know, I, I found it actually kind of interesting because typically, you know, you'll watch the the Ryan Seacrest New Year's Eve celebration that that happens an hour before ours, and then we watch CBC. Not this year. Yeah. CBC cuts. No New Year's Eve celebration this year. And uh, no disrespect, but I don't think I've ever watched the CBC on. New well, Year's it's just Eve. It's, it's always the been one New York thing on. Well, I watch New York as well, but then they don't do the countdown for us. So typically, you flip over to CBC, watch the countdown. Evan, I don't know how to tell you this, but the countdown for us is rather easy. You're in Regina, you look at the clock, <laughs> and you're thinking, "Oh, it's midnight." <laughs> okay, fair okay. enough. Okay, uh, let's see here. So uh, now with the new year, our premier Scott Moe is uh, suggesting that uh, the, you know they're no longer going to collect the car. Carbon tax. Uh, before the break, you had Minister Duncan on. He sounds like he's ready to be a jailbird. He was talking tough. <laughs> That's what he like, said. Like, come after me. Yeah, if carbon anyone. jail, he called it. Yes, carbon. yes. I'll go. Put me in cuffs. I'll go if someone needs to They go, want us to me. believe we're going to save like 500 bucks a year on our bill. Now, that may or may not be true, but I still... Uh, I'm confused what's going to happen to my quarterly checks here. Well, see, I think the question, Greg, is will they remit it? So you and I aren't paying it anymore, but right. they still might send it in. Yeah. They they still might pay it out of government coffers uh-huh. because I think that's probably what you're going to see is, is when it gets tricky is if they decide they're not going to submit it, then... What what are the repercussions federally? I I don't think you can say Duncan goes to jail. No to a tax. So (laughs) yeah, it'll be interesting to see. How will you uh, give us a shortened show? Because in minutes we're going uh, to uh, listen to Team Canada. We've got uh, a couple of things. So I won't be on until probably closer to 10, 1030 today. But uh, we've got Saskatchewan Search and Rescue uh, joining us. Search and Rescue, a big part of missing person investigations. They are a volunteer group that do an incredible job in our province. And so we've got uh, 
Dustin Breer's coming in, who's an executive member with that, as long uh, well with uh, an RCMP search manager, Sergeant Renee Giroux. And uh, so we'll be talking search and rescue. And I've got a doctor from the University of Saskatchewan talking about psychedelics, not just back from your Jimi Hendrix days. <laughs> We're talking about medical purpose psychedelics. She's written a new book, and we'll be talking a bit about that. I uh, That's a lot of guess. You're jamming into a show. What if it goes to overtime? Well, Just going to... We'll shorten the guest talk, I guess. <laughs> Someone's going to get pushed. I'll go to the show. Uh, so New Year's resolutions? Do, no, are you into no. that sort of thing? I don't, Greg. I listened to you this morning, and I agree with you. Yeah. I, I'm just setting myself up to fail if I make a resolution. Yeah. I did look at myself in the mirror yesterday and think, yeah, there is one thing around the waistline that... I could sharpen then, up this and, winter. And then you saw the kitchen, the <laughs> baking on the kitchen cupboard. <laughs> That's it. That's all I've done. It was the most boring New Year's Eve weekend, long weekend ever, right? Just, you know, grazing on whatever was left over and, and, and watching a lot of sports. Okay, Evan, thank you so much. We'll uh, catch you probably, what, then uh, you figure about 10.30? Yeah, probably about 10.30 today. Yeah. All right. Way Thanks, to call Greg. it in today. Pretty easy <laughs> show. It's 7.27.